<laughs> okay. So we already started. <laughs> but we're here. We're officially recording. But Sal, did you yes. hear the news? I did hear the news. Did you hear our fave Sheree is going to get from Atlanta, Real Housewives of Atlanta. If you don't know, then why are you listening to us? But <laughs> um, she is going to get married. She is engaged, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, refresh my memory. Is Did she know him beforehand? I think she said that on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I think it's someone that she knew maybe growing up. They developed a relationship over the phone <laughs> through like dial an inmate or whatever it was. Love after lockup. I know exactly. <laughs> I want her to have a love after lockup show. She deserves it. We deserve it. Yeah. I want to see Sheree on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So um, for people who don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> Sheree was her last season. She was in a relationship with somebody who was in jail. Yeah. In prison. Yes. Yes. And now he's out. They're getting married. They're They're planning their life together. They're posting pics. Did you see her braids walking with him? I saw her. I saw her. (laughs) I I need to see more of her, but yes. (laughs) Sheree Whitfield. Speaking of of, um, housewives with like failed clothing lines, Sonia Morgan is actually not a failed clothing line anymore. She's available at Walmart. Congratulations, Sonia. Sonia by Sonia Morgan. What? I don't even know the name of her clothing line, but that's what it's called. You got it. (laughs) Okay, great, great. Good for you. I am so proud of our girl, our tipsy girl. Yes. Maybe she'll sponsor our um, podcast one day. (laughs) I will wear her clothing. I'll wear that gray jumpsuit. I will wear that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good for Sonia. I mean, I know that she wasn't doing so well at the beginning of the pandemic because Last we left her in the show last season, she was in Century 21, and then I heard that they are out of business, aren't they? Didn't they all close down? I think so. Yeah, like, it all happened, like, (laughs) in the same time. (laughs) Like, it was just, like, in and out. So that was sad. That was sad. She's she's on an uprise, though. She's she's on the come up. We're at Walmart. Check out your local Walmart. Support... (laughs) Sonia Morgan, she needs it. She needs to renovate that townhouse. You guys know, buy her thing or two. Support small businesses is what we're trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, what else is going on? I'm not exactly sure. Oh, of course. Have you heard of the new Housewife spinoff? I did. I So it's been floating around for a while. Apparently Tamara was supposed to be on it or she got approached about it like, Oh, like a year ago or so. Um, Obviously she's not with us anymore. So I don't think she'll be joining in, Mm -hmm. but yeah, kind of like it's going to be what, like a vacation with like two housewives from each city. It's sounding like. Yeah, so there were all these rumors about which housewives it could be. What's your ultimate housewives lineup? Who would you like to see? Yes. Um, there were rumors that Luann, it might have been Luann, she had a photo on social media where she was butt naked. Well, except for her. <laughs> I can't talk today. 
But except for her <laughs> bikini bottoms, she was butt naked basically and covered in gold and then took a photo on the beach. So people oh, thought yes. maybe because we know that they are filming now, they're in a tropical location. Could Luann like an be? All Stars promo yes. shoot. Yes. Mm. Uh, well, I have no idea if that was a promo shoot or just, I think it was just Luann being Luann. Because I think it's been, <laughs> I think it's been confirmed. I think that we know who our housewives are going to be. At least the like last headline I read, it was. Are right, you ready? Yes. Kyle. We don't need her, but okay. Teresa. We need that. Thank you. Sonia. Need it. <laughs> and 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 Kenya. Mm. 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 Oh, okay. Well, I. I I wish the rest of the girls luck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why this mix. I'm here for Teresa and Sonia. I don't need any more of Kyle. You already know how I feel about Rinna. I heard Rinna might be there. That would be good. I mean, I would take Rinna. Rinna was the one that basically got all the housewives together and dancing at to get on Andy's. that fucking table. Exactly. <laughs> Andy paid for your lives. <laughs> No, um, loved, I would love to see Lisa Rinna. Didn't they say one more? I think there was another Atlanta girl. Portia? Did they say Portia? Yeah, I had like Portia or Cynthia. around my head. Uh, if it's Cynthia, please Lies. save your money. Snooze. No. Why? Don't bother. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but either way, we're going to watch. Like, I'm going to watch. Absolutely. And I hope there's more to come. Like if this season does well, like maybe we'll get like a new group of girls next season. Yeah. I'd be happy for that. Maybe for longer. I think it's only going to be filming for two weeks, which is a really short amount of time, but I'll take anything, anything I could get right now. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, should we get into this week's Bravo entertainment? (laughs) Yeah, I, I just want to start off because I do have a friend who listens. So shout out to Alexa, who hey. is very happy that I am now watching Summer House. Yes, I'm happy to hear that too. Thanks, Alexa. Well, you know, <laughs> good taste in friends then. <laughs> yeah, she's very excited. I think she said that um, Hannah is her favorite. I have yet to agree with that statement. <laughs> um but yeah, I'm liking it. I know I Wilgers did tell me I do have to go back and start from season one. But mm-hmm. I, I've been watching the current season. I'm enjoying it. I, I get the appeal now. It is kind of, it's fun. I feel like there is a disconnect between the two couples there and then the singles. Yeah. Like, so Lindsay, and then what's the leprechaun's name? <laughs> Stravi or Steven? (laughs) (laughs) The one that you can only see through reflection, basically. Yeah. And he was like, go make me a sandwich like that. Yep. Mm. Yep. Not good. I was with Lindsay. How many sandwiches have you made for her? I don't know. No. I don't love her with the other girls, but I am on her side when it comes to that man. Yeah. Lindsay's always had a hard time gelling with the other ladies in the house it's always Mm -hmm. been a thing when you go back you will see that (laughs) yes (laughs) but I'm I'm happy you're enjoying it but it is definitely different uh Mm -hmm. it's a different feeling I thought it was going to be a lot crazier because they were going to be quarantined in this house 24 7 but so far they've been pretty mellow there's been a lot of changes for everybody but we'll we'll see 
do they like do they go out like or is it like usually just at the house or like like when in, in in the previous seasons yeah previous seasons yeah they would go out every night of the weekend they oh, would go out okay. maybe on a sunday they'll go have brunch or go to the beach but they were out in the Hamptons. And it's funny because there are a lot of locations in the Hamptons that don't allow filming there. So what we would see is them coming back to the house trashed and like video footage that they took on their iPhones or whatever, but it was fun. And they made for more crazy times. They would have big parties at the house. So you'd have these ridiculous events with lots of people. It's just seeing like deplorable people get drunk and yeah, it was entertaining. It was great. It's like if you like Jersey Shore, if you liked those those uh, shows where people are put in a house and they yes. have to get to know each other, whatever it was that they said in real world, then real you'll enjoy world, it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Throw back. <laughs> um, which real world is coming back, by the way. I saw something about like the season one people getting back together. Something like that. Oh. I don't really know. I, I didn't look that far into oh, okay, it. I'm not, okay, like, okay. super interested. But be, <laughs> the, there's going to be a new season of Real World. Yeah, I think it's... I think I saw it being New York-based. I'm not 100% sure. But I think it's only going to be out on, like... It might be Paramount TV or Peacock, one of those two. I'm so tired of you telling me that things are on Peacock. Like, <laughs> I don't want to have to go on Peacock. It's like the people that are like, go on Discovery Plus. It's there. It's like, I appreciate it. Thank no. you. No, thank you. Well, I really hope my friend doesn't hear this because she works for them. But I... <laughs> <laughs> well, get us a free subscription so we can talk about those shows. There we I go. Can't. There we go. <laughs> I love those shows. Please get me a screener or something. Yeah. I would I would happily talk and promote if I just got it for free right now because times are tough. <laughs> times <Yeah>. are hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, Summer House, I'm having a good time. I see the appeal. I'm looking forward to catching up, but also this season is entertaining me. That man is so handsome. Carl or Luke? Yeah. No, I do not like Luke one bit. And the whole situation with... Hannah and Sierra is her name. Yeah. Yeah. I, first of all, they, not Hannah, but Sierra handled that really well, which I was, I was happy to see. Did you not agree? No, I agree. Uh, I just think (laughs) the thing is that I know a little bit too much. I think Sierra doesn't doesn't care. No, no. Just because I have been keeping up with the season and All right, spoiler, maybe, if people think this is a spoiler and they don't want to know what's going on outside of the show. But I think it kind of contributes to shit inside the show sometimes. You've been warned, whatever. I'm going to tell Sal because it's just (laughs) us chatting. Okay, now it's just you and me. (laughs) No, I think Hannah might be dating somebody this whole time that she's fighting Luke on their past relationship. And I'm here for Hannah Everything that Luke is doing is so fucked up and it's classic fuckboy 101. And we all expected it. And I feel like she even expected it. And she's probably mad at herself for wanting it anyway. Yeah. One of my favorite things um, was when Hannah and Sierra were confronting him and the rest of the housemates were in the room, but completely quiet. Yes. yes. And Sierra was like, this is not the time to mind your own business. I, like, <laughs> I forgot what said it, but they were like, they're like two deers just there. <laughs> yes. 
standing so still, hoping not to be seen. It was so funny. I loved that. That was really good. Yeah. And I, one of my favorites um, is actually Paige. I think she's really funny. I like her one-liners. I was hoping you would say that because I really do like her. And I really I like her. I didn't want to tell you because I thought you would be like, oh, well, guess what this about her? And well, I was just like, oh. guess what this about her? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But no, yeah, well, no. Well, recently, Paige and, um, Paige and Hannah were the two girls, the ladies that uh, you heard about this with the podcast, you know, that said a thing that wasn't very good, was really ignorant and stupid. So I like Paige, but like I said, I'm going to be side-eyeing her a little bit more. That's it. Yeah. But I, I'm here for the jokes. I'm here for her to like learn why that was wrong. And it seems like she did, but we'll see. I need her to keep showing how she's growing or learning. There is one other cast member. She has curly hair. And I feel like she's not really a focus that much. Do, what's her name? You're talking about Danielle. Maybe, yeah. Uh, black hair. She's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so Danielle, actually, to give the show credit, I really liked that Danielle in the latest episode sat down with Sierra and their conversation about corporate life and working in the corporate mm-hmm. world and how they feel like they have to change themselves or act a certain way. And yeah, I thought that was really important and really nice to see in a show that is about absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but aside from that, Danielle is pretty boring. <laughs> and okay, that's, so that's why they don't why. focus on her that much. <laughs> that's it. She, she's just working and doing her thing. And what I was trying to say earlier about Sierra is that I think Sierra doesn't care about this love triangle that she's being forced into just in general. I don't think it's fun for her. On top of that, she's dating a producer oh. at this time. Oh. She's dating oh, a producer okay. from Summer House. So... Maybe that's why she's on the show or she got on the show and then got together with him. It's hard to buy what's happening right now. Just knowing that these ladies are involved outside of this Luke mess, which kind of makes me happy because maybe they're just not fully into this Luke well and they're going to be okay. Good. I'm glad because I see nothing about him that I enjoy. No, no. He's a model from Minnesota, and he thinks he's really deep because uh, he can make jewelry. And yeah, yeah okay. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing more from Summer House. I will definitely keep you guys posted on who I like and who I don't. Do you want to get into Salt Lake City? Because we had our final reunion. I know. What an event. What? <laughs> wow. Just... Okay, could we just, we had a new Housewives franchise, a new city. We had a three-part reunion on a first season Housewives show. And I'm pretty satisfied. And we talked about this once. It's in the vault. (laughs) Maybe some people might have access to it, but we did record and talk (laughs) about this one time. But we, I think it's safe to say we're both looking forward to season two or how these women are going to develop and what we're going to see. But what did you think of, of the closer? We met the husbands. We did the husbands meet the husbands. <laughs> yeah, they were. Um, Mary's husband, I'll just touch on that real quick. That was just very uncomfortable. I don't think he even had to really show up. Like, he didn't add anything. And, like, Mary making, like, excuses for him, like, after he would talk, being like, 
oh, he, he doesn't know, or, like, something like that. Like, that was uncomfortable to watch. So uncomfortable. I mean, besides the fact that she's turning in her chair and facing him, I have no idea how the camera is working, but he's not actually there, Mary. No. And Meredith did the same thing. But, yeah, when she was, like, talking to him, I, I wish I remember the notes or exactly, but it was weird. Yeah, it was just weird the was. way that she approached it. And he was coming in hot, and she was trying to stop him, telling him that her and Jen made up, that they're fine, everything's okay. But he was ready to go into battle for her. Mm -hmm. So Uh, it's just such it's such an icky situation. No matter how it is, just their relationship to begin with is really difficult to just digest. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. What were you saying? No, no, no. It was just thinking like, oh, a difficult part was when he said the comment about he was 22 when he married the grandmother, you know? So like, who's doing what? So it's like, wait, so because the grandmother stole your youth, you thought it was okay to steal Mary's youth or something? Like, what's the logic you're trying to walk me through here? Because I'm so confused. Which just brings me to, like, just own it. And, like, thank you, Lisa Renna, for that. But, like, these (laughs) wives need to just own it. Just say, like, listen, I wanted her. Like, I thought she was a child. Like, whatever. Like, just say it. Like, yeah, it's gross. But, like, the game that we're playing with, like, I don't don't like it. And then also blaming Jesus in ways, like, let's not. I know. And (laughs) God. Please. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, the husbands, I think, in in just in general— didn't really have a good light, I think, except for Winnie's husband, who was just like quiet most of the time. But what do you think of Coach Shaw during the reunion? Well, the way that you just said that, I'm starting to think we have a different opinion. Oh, (laughs) please tell me. I actually liked hearing his side because remember we were talking about like, Right. How he he wasn't there for her in her time of need and whatever. And he, like, kind of explained where he was and what he was doing. Yeah. That gave a little more perspective to me. And it was like, oh, okay, it's not as bad as I thought. I don't know why Jen would, like, I don't know why she would put her husband in that position on national TV when it really wasn't that bad. Because she made it sound worse than it was. Well, you're right. And I did like the the clarity that he provided, which was that he was there for the wake, which I don't know how it differs from a funeral or maybe he wasn't there for the funeral, but was for the wake. I don't yeah. know. And that he was there visiting the hospital and that, you know, Jen mm-hmm. had this idea that, you know, he didn't wake up because he, he wasn't, wasn't there. there, that he wasn't around because he was responsive to Coach Shaw. But that's not that's not right. That's not level-headed thinking. I don't know. No, it didn't help me like Jen. <laughs> so. Well, listen, what I didn't like, just to be specific about him, is when he spoke to Mary's husband and was like, hey, we're the husbands. We, you know, I'm going to apologize. Like, this is a man-to-man thing. And I hate that misogynistic bullshit where it's like, yeah. well, the men are okay. He settled it. Like, granddaddy husband and the other husband are good. So, you know, the, the ladies are just a little crazy, but like, yeah. we're okay. I don't like that. I don't like that shit. And I know Jen is Jen, but to see a man speaking down or just speaking that way and putting his wife down is just like a, well, I guess she is <laughs> an uncontrollable kind of like, <laughs> but 
whatever. I just, it was weird. And let's not forget, he disappeared for four days because he was mad at her. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the part I don't like. And it's something we saw on Potomac with Monique and Candace's husbands kind of just like invalidating what their wives are going through by just like going and hugging and shaking hands or like, exactly. They're like, Oh, this is women's stuff. Like it's, it's beneath us. I hate that. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. So we were just seeing that on a soul Seaver union. Is this going to be a trope? Is this like a husband's thing? I don't know. Speaking of husbands, Meredith's husband, I don't trust him. In Canton, Ohio. In Canton, the best place on earth. Nothing against Canton. I've never been there. I don't see myself traveling there soon (laughs) with this pandemic or anywhere. But what was that question when, or that answer when Andy asked him, you know, have we know Meredith has seen other people. Have you dated or seen other people? Not Um, really. His answer was not really. (laughs) But then tried to make it seem like, no, I haven't. And it was like, if it was a hard no, you would have said no. You would have said no. (laughs) He made it seem like, oh, but I never got over Meredith. It's like, oh, okay. Stop playing. You were probably going around town getting to know the locals, doing your thing in Canton. I mean, how could you not? It's natural. It's human nature. Like, you could, like, you want sex, obviously. So, like, I feel like you flirt a little if you're separated from somebody or on a break. Well, they were both flirting. I mean, not flirting. They were both dating. So, I would think that he's just trying to soften it so Meredith doesn't get hurt or so he still seems like he's the victim. He's the one that's like been so in love with her, has tried to make it work, wants to, can't be apart from her. He's the one that wants to see her phone and will show his phone freely. I think it's just an act. Yeah. Well, I will say I'm not interested in seeing a vow renewal next season for them. So please keep that away from me. Well, if they want to survive, they shouldn't do a vow renewal. They shouldn't. I yeah. don't see it working out for them, but um, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> now, I do want to talk to you about one thing because I feel like I saw a lot of mixed things about Heather and Jen and Jen's whole thing with um, race and saying, if I did that, like things yeah. would be different. I saw a lot of mixed things online and I have a lot of different friends like in my circle who all Mm -hmm. had different opinions. So I was kind of curious, like, how do you feel about that whole situation? It's a tough situation just because what Jen is saying is true. When Mm -hmm. you call a woman of color, specifically a black woman, angry, that that is a stereotype. Actually, more specifically, that's a black woman stereotype. Jen is not a black woman. She is a woman of color. Mm-hmm. She has gone through racist things growing up in the area that she's grown up in. You know, she's mm-hmm. experienced that. And her experiences are real. I believe yeah. that. But where the disconnect is, is that to use this petty housewife shit, to not even to use this, to mix this petty housewife shit with the platform of like Black Lives Matter and, mm-hmm. you know, this movement that's happening right now is fucked up. I mean, it is. Yeah. she came in hot when she, uh, in Las Vegas, when she was fighting with the girls and went after Whitney and yelled mm-hmm. at Heather and ran away from Lisa. So it's just, it's tough. And it's, it's really 
annoying. And what's really, what really gets me is that she doesn't understand it all the way. She is definitely using this verbiage, this, these things that are very important, that are serious and putting Mm -hmm. them into this housewife shit. And it's not that I'm the person that does not want to see politics on TV. I want to see that. I want to see the real stuff is that she's equating it and it's not the same thing. She's not, yeah. she's not taking responsibility for her actions. She's yeah. putting it on them and putting it on this much bigger thing. And it's fucked up. And why I say that she doesn't fully understand what she's doing is because she used the words colored people. When you say this to colored people, who yeah. the fuck says that? What what is wrong with you? Not people of color. Like, <laughs> what is wrong with you? So that was really, really, really fucking tough because on one end, you're like, yes, what you're saying is true. Like, you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't talk. You shouldn't be put down. Um, your voice should be heard. Someone shouldn't call you aggressive just because you're stating an opinion or mm-hmm. are against what someone else is saying. But the thing is, Jen's, she's not owning up to her actions. She's not taking accountability. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, I, I did see, I agree with you and- of course I ask and I like I want to know more people's opinions because of course I've I've never experienced what Jen is bringing up. So I don't know like exactly how it is and I feel like Heather in my eyes kind of handled it pretty well and she even apologized um for things and like said that she's still learning which I appreciate. I mean that doesn't really mean much but I saw some people like attacking her saying they just didn't like how she handled herself in that situation. But I also saw a tweet that said, Mm -hmm. Jen is not owning up to anything she's done. She has gotten violent. She has thrown things before she's gotten violent with the girls and production. Yeah. And it's like, yes, Jen, you're right. Like what you're saying is right. But like, it doesn't add up with the actions that you've, been doing because other girls haven't been doing that right and it's like I don't know if Jen did those things because she wanted to make good tv or like a good moment or whatever but it's not fun to watch like it is Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and it doesn't help your case about people thinking that you're angry or you're I don't know what what was the word that she said aggressive Aggressive. yeah when you are being aggressive so I don't know. It's a very like hard topic. And it's, I I think that you're right by saying like her trying to pull in like black lives matter and stuff into this conversation. It's just not equal to what people are really going through. Yeah. And it's disappointing. It's disappointing to see. I mean, just like it was disappointing to see in the reunion episode with Mary's internal racism it's just, oh, man, these girls are going through it. What's going on in Utah? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we could guess. <laughs> yeah, but, we have a good idea. <laughs> but, yeah, neither you know, neither of us have the authority on this, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But those are our views. And I think it's being shared by a few people online, too, that I've seen that are that I think do have the authority to talk yeah. about this, these things, too, a little bit better. But, I mean, I'm not going to shy away from talking about it anyway. No, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was disheartening and just 
I mean, when Whitney called her husband and was like, the race thing is coming up or came up. The race Ooh, accusations. How uncomfortable. That <laughs> was so it like bad. That. And the thing is, okay, I Heather handled it all right. Only Heather handled it okay. She handled it okay. Mm-hmm. I like how she ended it. It ended on a good note, even though they had already gotten Jen to leave and feel exacerbated and walk away from the set. Maybe some people might say Jen wanted to walk away from the set because that's a classic housewives move. Yeah. Um, I mean, didn't Lisa do it? (laughs) Everybody does. (laughs) Everybody wants to be notable, does it? But yeah, Whitney calling her husband once Jen walked away and saying that that accusation came up, I just thought that was damage control because when this was filmed, wasn't it after we knew that after the freaking raid on the Capitol, January 6er, basically. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. So I wonder if she was just being hypersensitive because she was friends with a full-on QAnon racist. Oh. <laughs> Why wasn't she at the reunion? I don't know. Where was she? Where was she? She was a friend of. She could have made an <laughs> appearance. We, we had some questions. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad we talked about that because... I- I really like while I enjoyed the final episode of the reunion, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't feel like we got that much from it. We didn't. What we did get though was a beautiful moment at the end, and it was Mary trying to eat the fake eat. snow. <laughs> she was Is like, Oh yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, I can't help but like her, even though everything about her is very weird. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's, I can't stop watching her. It's like a terrible train wreck car accident yeah. where I'm just like, this is so morbid and terrible and awful, but I can't stop watching her. But she also has these like wild mannerisms where <laughs> the eyes, eyes, <laughs> you're doing it right now. <laughs> Too good. Yeah. But that's, that's all from Salt Lake city. Wait, <laughs> One more thing. One last thing from Mary. Please. When she fell asleep (laughs) and clearly was asleep and Andy was like, did you fall asleep? She, she was asleep and she answered the question in full and everyone was like gagged. They were like, how did you do that? How did she do that? She full on dozed off and just repeated the question verbatim. I have. And then answered it. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus definitely helped with that one. (laughs) The the big guy in the sky is definitely looking out for her. Wow. But yeah, Salt Lake City's over. Looking forward to season two. And wait, they're already filming. Have we confirmed everyone's back? Confirmed. Everyone's back and they are currently filming season two. Love to hear it. Very Mm -hmm. excited. Mm -hmm. So... We had okay. a good we had a good week this we week. We did. We did. Do you want to get into Jersey? Because okay. I will say didn't love this episode. I mean, after a big boom premiere, there was nothing that was gonna keep me like that interested. I know. But yeah, what did you think? I know. I mean, episode one was great, amazing. They started off really, really strong, but I enjoyed this episode for the buildup. And at least mm-hmm. we are getting the girls together, which I always like. So we're getting right into that in episode two. I mean, what I don't like is that Jackie chose not to come on the trip. 
Yeah. It, mm, I just don't understand what these housewives are doing. Like we know the game. I think it would have been smart to be there and like stand up for yourself or have conversations that need to be had, but mm-hmm. not showing up. It Remember, I think we said last week, like, there's something fishy about what's going on. So like you not leaving your husband for the trip, it's kind of, it, it makes me wonder a little, I don't know. I mean, you're not far off. I was, I didn't. Okay. It's a little fishy that he's so angry. Isn't yeah. that weird? I don't know. I don't know why I'm like, why is he so upset that I feel like he's punishing her for it? I don't know yeah. what goes on behind closed doors. She's just saying Evan is so angry. He's so upset at this. And she's choosing not to go on the on the cast trip. I think because she wants to be like, see, I'm here for you. I'm supporting you. I'm in our marriage. I'm with our family. I don't need to be a part of that if that's what it's going to be like. But he's so offended to a degree, at least from what she's making it out to be, even though all I'm Mm -hmm. seeing is just him on his computer. (laughs) (laughs) But if that's the case, that he is, you know, behind closed doors, like so upset. I'm like, well, you know. Uh, what is it doth protest too much like why what is it then like what do you what what's going on i don't know something seems weird i think even i don't know like the um the way that she got upset and like seeing her emotions i almost feel like i mean maybe it didn't happen but like or maybe it's something she didn't know about and she's like maybe second guessing it so like, maybe that's what's coming out right now. Like, I don't want to leave him. Like, I want I want to have a conversation with him or I want to know more before I meet the girls again. So maybe it's something like that. Yeah. I don't, man. But it looks like, I mean, not to jump ahead, but it looks like next week, Teresa's going to move on to the next target, Melissa. <laughs> Adultery. Teresa, mind your own business. <laughs> Teresa, mind, you have to understand something, Teresa. There, the cast before you, like not before you, but the cast before the original cast, they held their tongue so much with your business. Yeah. Like, why can't you just shut your mouth for your sister-in-law, at least screw Jackie, whatever, but your brother and your sister-in-law. Right. You would think, right. Family, you know, blood is thicker than water. You would think she would be there for her brother, but she's always hated Melissa, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. (laughs) Teresa is a dog with a bone. Any sort of information, she is ready. So. Well, she wanted to annihilate Jackie on the trip. So she was like, I don't know if she was disappointed or happy that she didn't go. I mean, in honesty, like what Jackie's doing to herself is just isolating herself out of the show. Yeah. No way are they going to film without Teresa. So if Jackie doesn't want to be involved, then they're not going to film you. But before we got to the trip, though, mm-hmm. I do have a few notes. Oh, please. <laughs> Mar- <laughs> Margaret saying... It's a two-for-one special. Never use an analogy because nobody understands it. (laughs) Never bring up somebody's kids. (laughs) Yes, yes. Which I, like, I sort of agree with. I know what you're going to say. Gia is an adult. She has her own confessional. She's over the age of 18. It's fair game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do agree with that. Like, in this instance, like, I think everything on Teresa's side could have been handled better, like even Gia's response to it, for sure. Gia's response to it online? Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Gia, on the episode, we saw Mm -hmm. talking to Teresa, and she gave her mom good advice. And like the lady said, Gia might be the only one that could get through to Teresa. But, I mean, like, we ended. It seemed like she understood, but she doesn't give a shit. She's like... (laughs) Analogy yeah. what? <laughs> well, one minute, Teresa was like, yeah, Gia told me to call and apologize. And then, like, one second later, she's like, I'm going to kill Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how when they got to the house that they were going to stay in. Wait, where did they go? Lake George. That's right. When yeah. they got to Lake George and the ladies are trying to talk sense to Teresa a little bit, Teresa just goes around and starts blaming everybody else. Like, you shouldn't have given me too much to drink. Like, you should have known better. She is not, she doesn't care. She just wants to bite. (laughs) That's it. One thing I loved about Teresa is her admitting that Evan is her type. I love that. Yes. I was gagged. I was like, oh, at least she's honest about one thing today. (laughs) (laughs) He's her type. I know. Marjorie was like, do you have a little crush? You said that he's the hottest husband. I was like, okay, Teresa. Okay, but but there's not much competition there. I'll just say it. What do you mean? Out of all of the real (laughs) Housewives of New Jersey husbands. You know, well, we got Tony. Dr. Aiden. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Wait, what was... Teresa wanted to, you know, slice and dice Jackie this weekend with her tongue. What were all these, like, such sexual things that she was saying? She was just fully sexualized, I think, during this trip. I think I wrote one of them down. Oh, when you have, whenever you love somebody, you lick them upside down. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> she feels bad for Evan that Jackie had admitted, if, I think last season or season before, that she doesn't do blowjobs. I mean, good for her. I feel like, not to get too personal, but, like, I enjoy that more than other things sometimes. <laughs> I I really think she should try it more. <laughs> she should try it if she wants to. You know, it's fine. Like, I don't know what he, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I don't just know. Like, it is an actual job, so I understand. But girl, have some fun. Open up some doors. Like do something. It's just so funny that she hasn't. But it seems like Teresa's ready, willing, and able. <laughs> well, speaking of um, open doors, it mm. seems like the door is open to David's house to everyone but Dolores. Oh my god! We found out that Frank Senior moved in with David. What is going on? Everyone's lived at date with David except for Dolores, the person except he's actually in a relationship with. It's crazy. I don't know how to feel about David. I really don't understand. At one point, I'm like, you suck. You're not giving her what she wants or what she needs. But then he's so nice to her family, takes yeah. care of her ex-husband, puts him into the shower, you know, like helps him out with a little balls washing, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) That joke was so funny. Frank got me. I was like, this is cute. I wish they had an OnlyFans. Why not? (laughs) I would have loved to see that. I would have been Um, interested. (laughs) I also have um, sniper school is problematic. I just want to say, I don't want to see it. Uh, Like David, That's one thing. That's another thing about him that I just don't enjoy. Yeah. So 
Frank, okay, so they the Frank and David hung out. They went to a shooting range, right? Yeah. Um, Reloaders, New Jersey. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I promoted them just now, but that's I just, <laughs> such a stupid name. Um, Today we're no. sponsored by Reloaders. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to this place, and Frank mentioned that David fell out of sniper school, and that felt vaguely familiar. Did he actually go to sniper school? Well, I don't know if he actually did, but that was one of Dolores's excuses for David not showing up to oh, anything. That's right. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, David's at sniper school." Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's like totally nine o'clock thing. at night on a Saturday. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I did not like them being at this shooting range, and I wasn't sure what bothered me more—the guns. Which okay, I get it. People do it as a sport, you know. Yeah. Back in my day, I did get to shoot a gun or two, but it was not something I really need to do or want to do. What was bothering me more, I think, is just it was packed. It was full business. It was business as usual. Everybody was sure people had a mask on. That was fine. But it was just like, hey, Joe, hey, whatever. Oh, we're here. Let's get a coffee in the lounge room, which was just them, which is good. Mm -hmm. But Jersey was a wild west like during coronavirus. They just did whatever they wanted to do. Well, I think I think that's probably the difference because like you and I live in like a more major city and like even back home where my parents live, which is just an hour away from us, things were a lot more lax and like my parents yeah. were going to gatherings and I was just like, I haven't left my apartment in three months. So oh I don't goodness. know. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. Ah. But yeah. It's I mean, hard even to watch. in Lake George too, when the ladies were at that dinner, it was just packed tables, just full yeah. tables. There was like full staff. Everybody had masks except the ones that were eating. So it's like, yeah, I get it. They're outside, but it just makes me a little uncomfortable sometimes just how lax people can be. That's it. For sure. Um, one thing I loved about, <laughs> about Lake George is <laughs> Margaret has the best like one liners. And she said, <laughs> she said, I've always had a social areola. Yeah. <laughs> I love her social areola. I'm going to, I, that's, that's going to be me at parties in the future when we get out of here. Then. <laughs> yeah. She's so good. Oh, she yeah. she also described her decor, by the way, at the beginning as it's a rock and roll hotel. That, no, you're, it's a fever dream, babe. Yes. That's <laughs> what that is. I did write down, I would love to like organize her house or like clean it or something. Like it is just, it is a mess. There's things she needs, everywhere. We need a crossover, like send Marie Kondo there, like. Let's let's hook Margaret up because yes. <laughs> she needs to edit. <laughs> yes, please, please edit it down. Wait, I want to know what you think about Jen because speaking of good one-liners, I love when she got the cold shoulder from Melissa and in her interview or diary room, she was like, wow, Melissa, maybe if I was a mayor, you can greet me. Just saying, <laughs> just saying killed me. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually love Jen. I love everything she's bringing this season. She is, I feel like she's being bold. She's being honest. And she's also showing a lot of stuff with her family yeah. and like the dynamics going on in her family, which is real. And it's like, it's something I like seeing other than the drama. Like I, I am actually interested in Jen's life and her family. So cool. I love her. 
Yeah, I love it. And I and her one-liners are incredible. They're so good. They're so good. Even though she did make like the same kind of joke about a mirror and Melissa, but anyway, they seem to have maybe made up at that dinner table. I think we'll, Mel- see. <laughs> we'll see because in the interview rooms, I think Jen is still going kind of hard on Melissa. So I doubt that was any real reconciliation. Well, I think that Melissa should be grateful that anyone is bringing up her name and giving her attention because her life is fairly boring. So boring. <laughs> but speaking of boring lives, do you want to get into the boring episode of Atlanta? <laughs> okay, well, there are a few things to say about Atlanta. Um, By the way, I'm being sarcastic. That was not a boring episode. Okay, because I was like, ouch. <laughs> like, I think there are a few things. <laughs> no, there were a lot of things. Where would you like to begin? I have no notes about this, but she is still fresh in my mind. Okay, well, your feelings on Kenya are very strong right now. So I just think you should have let them out. Tell me your views. Talk to me. Okay. Kenya, I don't know if I should blame Kenya or I should blame every other girl on the cast for letting Kenya do what she does. I don't like how Kenya was doing the detective thing, making it a big deal, trying to out people for things. Mm -hmm. I don't like that Kenya started saying, my daughter's here. When Kenya, you brought your daughter there and you did not tell any of the guests that she would be there. Yes. So that... That bothers me. It just, but then you get to the point where you see what she's going through in her life, which kind of makes her, I'm sure, miserable and depressed, like she said. And it does make me feel bad for her, but I don't think it's any excuse to like out these women, treat these women like this. Even the, we didn't even talk about it last time, but ordering that crab cake sandwich <laughs> with a with a house full of women. Why did you do that? Insane, like. There's food in the fridge, which is just like cold cuts. Come on, you have hot food. Why would we want, why? Why would we do that? You could have eaten that, but you decided to order a crab cake sandwich and fries. Like how disrespectful. Yeah, I love how Candy was so upset Mm -hmm. when you mess with her food. It's like, yes. And all the girls know, they're like, okay, Candy's pissed. We need to get some food here. We need to. (laughs) You're not going to get her with the private jet, but the food you will get her with. (laughs) Yeah, Kenya's being a lot, obviously. That's Kenya. Some people are saying, and I wonder how you feel about this, because I'm I'm not a huge Kenya fan at all. At all, at all, at all. But some people are like, well, we hate her right now, but we, we hate her as like a girl's girl or a friend or whatever, but we love her as a viewer. They feel like Kenya needed to bring this up. She needs to stir the pot. So she's just doing her job as a housewife and stirring the pot. Okay. I, I would say yeah to that. If we didn't literally have footage of of, of the Thank girls you. making out on the couch. Exactly. Like, like we have this footage. We know this. Like they showed it before Kenya said anything. Like we saw what went on before Kenya started doing the detective work. So like I don't think it was needed. I don't think it was necessary. And I I don't appreciate any sort of like slut shaming, which mm-hmm. like they showed up they showed a clip of Portia kind of giving Kenya slut shaming things but they're not the same thing they're not the same thing you know why because this was a general consensus at a bachelorette party this wasn't like 
news, you know what I mean? Or like photos or gossip news. The way that, by the way, sorry, with no. New Jersey, when Teresa was trying to pin it on Jackie, then Jackie was talking about rumors and spilling mm-hmm. her shit out. It's like, well, yeah. there were pictures that was in the news already. So that's yeah. why I don't think it's the same thing. So it's I'm not, with Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like that. I don't feel like Kenya's like heart is good in, in those moments. Like she could have said it like in a shady way, but like she keeps going and going and going. And like we said, Teresa, like a dog with a bone, that's mm-hmm. all Kenya was thinking about. That's all she was talking about. And visibly like, like you could see Portia's like getting uncomfortable. The other girls are like basically looking Kenya in the eyes. Like we're not talking about like, why are you talking about this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it made good TV. It made me love Portia more. It made me love Drew for talking to her husband about it and like being honest about certain things. I was like, good for you. Like, this is what I like to watch. Like, I mean, up to that. She's going to be, she's going to be honest. Unlike Ralph, she still doesn't know the details about Tampa. So. (laughs) Okay. Drew, let me say you were a little boring at first, but you can do so much better. You know, you can do better. You know that this isn't right. I feel it. Mm -hmm. She knows. He moved moved to a new house while you were on vacation. (laughs) And he's trying to pin it like a favor, like it's a favor to her. The fact that he did all this moving and didn't complain about it and let you have your girl's time, blah, 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 blah. I know that you wanted to do the moving because you wanted to set up your big brother cameras. You want to do the security installation and not tell Drew anything because you spy on her. You freaking weirdo. What is wrong with him? How does he spy on his family? And then keep secret, like, he is up to something. And Drew knows it. And it makes her feel really uncomfortable. And she doesn't even want to think about it because the moment that she admits it, that she, like, opens that door, (laughs) it's going to be a floodgate. But I I loved how she said, like, I did nothing more than what you do at strip clubs. I was like, way to go, Drew. Yeah, Yeah. you you can do whatever you want. He's doing whatever he wants. Obviously. So, yeah. And she didn't even... The fact that she's like, I'm telling you and I'm giving you details, but you're not giving me any details. So it's only making me assume things like I have nothing to hide. You have something to hide. And then he's like, don't flip it on me. Don't flip it on me. At the beginning of the damn scene, I love how he he's such a faker. He's like greeting the mama, being all nice and respectable when I know he's not. He's and not. then when Drew's telling him the story, he has this smile And he's drinking his coffee cup and it quickly faded away. And at one point when she was telling him about her interactions with Bolo, (laughs) he gave her the most menacing look. Like that smile quickly went away. He took a big swig of his coffee and kept eye contact with her and just gave her a look. And you could tell he wasn't happy. And it just, it all went downhill from there. He sucks. And then it was weird because the scene ended with them being like, Oh, okay. Well, it's fine then. I guess it's fine. I guess we hate each other and we keep secrets from each other. Maybe, kind of. It was weird. Let's move on. Yeah. No, I didn't love that. One thing I did love about this episode was LaToya. What? What don't you love about her? Oh my God. LaToya with her fake ass apology cake to Kenya, which by the way, at Wait, that la- I'm talking about before that. <laughs> before that was worse too. Are you talking about no. when she was at that dinner table? 
I like that when she was at the dinner table and she like started like being not great. And then she kind of went after Kenya. I, I just like anyone who goes after Kenya. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What, what do you have to say? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like, she wasn't going after Kenya. She started off by attacking Drew, right? Bringing that into the table, you know, like, oh, let's just mm-hmm. go uh, go around and accuse each other of doing shit. Fine. So she did that. And then she sort of was like, oh, Kenya, like Kenya's investigation, right? Right? Yeah. Kenya, Kenya, pick it up. <laughs> like she was just opening the door to that. That's what she was yeah. doing. It was all okay. fake. She's a henchman for Kenya. She was doing her dirty work for her. So well, that's I did why Kenny was that. like, I'm yeah. confused. Like why one minute you're saying you're attacking Drew for it. And then you're saying it's not okay. She was just trying to f- like find a way to mix it in and bring the investigation back. <laughs> okay. I can see that now. And it was successful. They got to the bottom of it. Freaking Tanya put herself in the scene of the crime. Tanya, just go home. Just go home. <laughs> you need to go home. I mean, it's clear, and I I didn't see Portia deny it that anything happened, really. She was just like, I don't want it. Kenya was disengaging. Yeah. <laughs> she was. She disengaged from the whole conversation. She was like, oh, is this directed at me? If it is, we'll talk. If it's not, I'm good. We had a good dinner. We had a good trip. Good night. Yeah. Even the way that Candy was like, Tanya, <laughs> just... <laughs> Girl, please. Um, I yeah. know. Candy was like, why would you do that? Because Candy doing- knows. Candy, Candy knows, knows everything. She knows everything. Candy doesn't drink during these things, I don't think. So she's also, like. Don Juan knew. <laughs> Don Juan. By the way, could we thank that man? Thanks to him, this event yeah. happened. Thanks to him, we got Bolo. He made it all happen. He got us the, the light box. He got us a Chanel. He got him COVID tested. And yeah, he knew because of the car service called him and was like, we never got to pick up Bolo from the place until 730 in the morning to take him back to the hotel. Candy, give that man a raise. He deserves it. He does everything. He creates candy or runs candy's empire. You know what I mean? I think Bravo needs to start giving him a check. I'll just say it. (laughs) Some of the, some of the uh, titles that they were giving, like Bolo knows Portia for real. I Uh, and even when funny. Candy was like, it's Tanya time. It's like, wait, Candy, you're fucking it up. You're being really secretive and how you're admitting that you know it's Tanya. I need to ask you, mm-hmm. was it very suspicious the way that Kenya was talking about her weight loss? She had a freaking faja uh, on. I don't know what to call it in Spanish. And I'm only saying it in Spanish, a faja. Um, what do you call those things? She had spanks? like... A Spanx. Yeah. She probably had Spanx okay. or something like it that like kind of brings in your stomach. Like you like tie it in. My mom would make me like, <laughs> used to make me like, like help her button her jeans over the faja, which I don't know what it is called, but. Oh, I've done it for my mom too. Yeah. I mean. You know, classic, <laughs> classic. But yeah, she, why are you pointing out your weight loss that that was suspicious. I don't trust like, anything. So, I'm so skinny now. I can't oh. eat this cake. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, shut the hell up. Also, the cake was ridiculous to me. <laughs> also, the I have a crush on you. So I was just her. Like, what was what was that conversation? They went Mm-mm. off the rails. Like, 
what was Kenya actually upset at LaToya for? And because I was so confused by that conversation, I was like, oh, nothing. LaToya did exactly what Kenya wanted her to do, (laughs) which was one way, sloppier or another, get to the whole who was in the room with Bolo. But honestly, like, I have to say, Portia making out with LaToya, like, I like seeing that, like, women are, like, open and doing that. And I don't like the narrative that Kenya is trying to bring to it. Like, let these Mm -hmm. girls have fun. Right. Right. I agree. I I mean, like Portia said, you're trying to make it shameful. And also, like Portia said, I'm not inviting you to the next girl's trip. (laughs) Like, you showed me. (laughs) You're not a friend. So, yeah, I don't like what Kenya's doing. It's like she was down the night of and then... Now she's like judge and jury to everybody. It's like, fuck you. Goddamn. We're having a good time. We were having a good night. We were all in a consensus. Like this was, yeah. Yeah. And it was going to come out anyway with page six and the cameras. So we did not need Kenya to stir the pot. We didn't need you, you, Kenya. And if anything, you just don't look good now. Let's see. Oh, speaking of Kenya with that ending scene and that lawyer, Antavius Weems, I love him. I love that lawyer. This is not the first time (laughs) that lawyer and he just tells it like it is. Basically, he does not bullshit her. He says his opinions and he's just like, oh, really? Mark did that? Hmm. Well, he pulled a stunt the other day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That scene that made me feel bad. That made me feel bad. And I know, and we, we kind of chatted about it. I know people say that it just shows that Mark and Kenya deserve each other because Kenya's so awful and Mark is awful. But as bad as Kenya is, that doesn't mean that she should be treated like absolute shit by this man. This man who is emotionally manipulative, vindictive as hell, and just out to get her. And out. on top of all of that, he has a nose ring. Like... <laughs> no grown man should have a nose ring i agree with you it's also like a diamond stud like it it couldn't get worse kenya you maybe deserve better you deserve to be treated better i believe that yeah and so does brooklyn who is honestly the the real victim here so sad that he is not what did he put down so just to catch people up a little bit, just a little bit of narrative. So she's <laughs> at this lawyer's office and saying how, how she told Mark just to give him a heads up that she's filing for custody. And instead of focusing on that, he just starts sending her a freaking playlist. So songs and wooing her and telling her how they want to be, a, how he wants to be a family. He wants to be a power couple. And then he pulls a dick ass move and serves, serves her the next day or files for divorce. He was just upset, like the lawyer said, that they were serving him. So he went ahead and did this. But to sprinkle in the, like, emotional manipulation on top of that. Yeah. He, he He's an asshole. And you know what? Somebody who can do this, look into his businesses. Because if this is how he acts with the mother of his child, yeah. he's probably not doing things right in his businesses that's keeping him in New York and whatever. So... Check up on him. Yeah, seriously. Because <laughs> he doesn't care about the child at all. He said in the papers, we'll leave it up to the court. So not even saying like Kenya should have Brooklyn. He doesn't no, care. He, he cares doesn't more care. about her money. Just like Antavia said. Ugh, gross. You know, 
It's so disgusting. And what's really sad is that didn't they get back together, right? Like right now in real time, which is sad because I hear her say things like, I'm not playing nice guy anymore. He keeps telling me basically to go fuck myself. So it's like, why are you with him now? Yeah, it's sad. It's sad to like, I mean, even like not watching reality TV, but like maybe seeing a friend in that sort of relationship or situation, like people just kind of need to like maneuver through it themselves. And like, I don't know. It's really, it's sad to see. I hope that things get better for Kenya in that department. But yeah, looking forward to what's going to happen the rest of the season. I know that mid season trailer. Yes. Yeah. All right, moving on to nicer things. <laughs> What's <laughs> to come? So from what it looks like, they're going to have Halloween. They're going to go on another cast trip. So they're going to go to New Orleans, which, yes, thank you. But also, I, why were they going to New Orleans during a pandemic? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm here to have, this, you know, have some fun. But ass everywhere ass everywhere so big frida <laughs> do you know who big frida is oh i know big frida trust me i was yes. so excited to see big frida i know me too i wanted to like be like wait is that big frida because the voice just the voice yeah make big frida a housewife how about that yes oh my god i love that because the energy is gonna be so good um what else happened oh we're gonna see Scenes from Cynthia's wedding, which I'm confused because Bravo, I thought, I thought production shut down and didn't record. Yeah. But from the videos that we did see, it kind of looked like a little stylistic. So it could just be their own personal videographer and they just gave the footage to Bravo. But I was excited to see that photo with Eva, Karen Huger. Miss Karen Huger. Yes, the grand dame. <laughs> Tamika from um, Southern Charm, New Orleans. Uh, Sheree was there. Look at her popping up again. <laughs> Very excited. And, and then Kenya was on the side, but you know, whatever. I don't understand Cynthia and Kenya's relationship and her being in the wedding. It's... <sighs> It's weird. I don't get it. But we, I, Cynthia, we've known through the, her relationship with Nini. It's not good. She's just no. a little bit of a doormat with these relationships, I think. But anyway, um, Strippergate on page six. So yep. there we go. We're going to get into that. <laughs> and yeah, and then more of that comes out, right? Because at some point we see Kenya once again bringing it up and Portia just finally engaging, I guess, because she's like... She just, just doesn't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> She's Good. like, I fucked Bolo. I fucked everybody. But yeah, she was giving her a little bit more dust than she says she would. <laughs> <laughs> One more thing, though, from the midseason trailer. LaToya is oh. with a preacher. Oh, wait, is she anointed? <laughs> like, just, <laughs> wait. Not Pastor Holy Whore. Pastor Holy Whore. <laughs> Can't wait to yeah. see. Yeah, and Drew gets on her for that, which I was like, okay, maybe this is why Drew has the peach after all. Because yeah, I think Drew, Drew like, might have earned her peach. <laughs> you weren't looking for God; you were looking for some dick. <laughs> that was lovely. So yeah, we're, there's just more to come with our ladies. Definitely looking forward to seeing what Atlanta has for us the rest of the season. But yeah, but great. Looking forward to chatting next week. Yeah, we'll talk then. Chat soon. (laughs) Bye.
Bye. Bye. <laughs>